put its employees and other road users in danger has had its licence revoked for forging vehicle maintenance records. A public inquiry was held after the Llanfarner firm Mansell Davis & Son Limited pleaded guilty to 19 counts of forgery and counterfeiting maintenance documents for goods vehicles back in September 2019. In a written report by Nicholas Denton, the traffic commissioner, he described the company as irredeemably tainted by its conduct in failing to carry out preventative maintenance on its fleet of lorries. The traffic commissioner said he considered the company's maintenance malpractice to far outweigh more recent improvements and the introduction of new, more capable and more ethical directors. Mr Denton said he firmly believes the company, which employs around 300 people, deserves to go out of business. Recording a decision, the Traffic Commissioner revoked the company's operating licence with effect from February 1st, 2021. Rodri Wynne and Stephen Mansell Edward Davis were disqualified from acting as transport managers, and company directors David K. Mansell Davis and Stephen Mansell Edward Davis were disqualified from holding an operator's licence. While Mr Denton said he was impressed by the firm's new directors, Sasha Davis, Scott Davis and Jamie Evans, he was not willing to give them a licence. A Pembroke man who breached regulations during the first lockdown period by travelling to Milford Haven to collect belongings is more than £800 out of pocket. Clanashley Magistrates, meeting on December the 2nd, heard how Lee Dennis Herring of Moathouse Cottages was at Milford Haven's Mount Estate on May the 31st, contrary to Regulations 8 and 112 of the Health Protection Wales Regulations 2020. The court heard Herring, aged 27, had travelled to Milford with his partner to collect belongings from a property. Herring was not present in court on the day, and the case was proved under the single justice procedure. He was fined £660, with costs of £85, and a victim surcharge of £66. Haverford West Town Council has agreed to take on the Old Wool Market Building for use as the new Town Council offices. The Council is expected to make the move into the 243-year-old Old Wool Market Building in the new year from its current home in Picton House on Picton Place. The new office on Key Street is a short walk from the old council building and was once home to Pembrokeshire Mind. Former councillor and mayor Mrs Sue Murray, who signed the agreement for the council to take on Old Wool Market, said, I'm pleased to have been instrumental in guiding the process for Haverford West Town Council to move into a building which eventually they will own and provide the town with a historical asset. This building has special historic interest to the town of Haverford West and is also a listed building having been rebuilt in 1777 and used as a wool market and warehouse. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. Christmas in Pembrokeshire. Happy holidays. On Pure West Radio. The child is a king. The carolers sing The old is past There's a new beginning Dreams of Santa Dreams of snow Fingers numb Faces aglow It's Christmas time Mistletoe and wine Children singing Logs on the fire, gifts on the tree. A time to rejoice in the good that we see. A time for living, a time for believing, a time for trusting. Now 
Cliff Richard and Mistletoe and Wine for Saturday morning on Pure West Radio on our website right now, purewestradio.com and the Facebook page. Details of our Christmas extravaganza and some amazing prizes that you could win. But right now, between now and nine, it's Pure West Sport. Today, we're talking Haverford West County. We're also previewing a South Wales derby between Cardiff and Swansea like no other. And we're wondering what the future has in store for Wales and their rugby side after the Autumn Internationals. I'll be joined by my Pure West Sport colleagues, the legendary panel from a Monday night. Don't forget, seven until nine, we're here with Pure West Sport. We'll be hearing from Bill Kahn in a few moments, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson between now and nine as we kick off your Saturday with Pure West Sport.
Well, once again, a very good morning and welcome to your Saturday with Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. A busy show coming up between now and nine o'clock and Bill Kahn is with me to kick things off this morning. Hi, Bill. How are you? Uh, good morning. I'm fine. I'm up nice and early. I look forward to Saturday mornings. I get up and Watch the you know the sunrise come up and then I can talk to you. What more could an old man want? <laughs> and season's greetings as well. December's flying by, isn't it? Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah, we're halfway through almost now. Yeah, yeah indeed. And there's plenty going on today. I know for you it's a different sporting Saturday because Haverford West are away to Caffin Druids and, and mm. the lack of sports. It's on, on days like this where you probably notice it. There's no local rugby, no local football or indoor cricket to go and watch. Sign of the times, the right decision, of course. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like a lot of other people, you know, I'm very lucky that there's so much going on on Sky Sports. I enjoy watching some of the stuff that goes on there. I've been watching out of the Lanka Premier League in Sri mm. Lanka, where I've watched the Jaffna Stallions. And, and I, you know, I can enjoy that and much of the day. And Strictly come dancing, of course, one more. Bit yeah, of you're a fan of Strictly and you're a fan of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So I'm not sure that's quite sports, but... It's close. No, it's close. I've let out all my secrets to show <laughs> uh, So on the show today, we're going to be talking about Haverford West County, away to Kevin mm. Druids today, um, and also the fact that they were meant to play in the week, but that didn't go ahead. So we'll come to that in a sec. Uh, Fraser's going to be on his way shortly to watch the, the South Wales derby at Cardiff mm. against Swansea behind closed doors. I'm sure he'll be reporting on that for PembrokeshireSport.co.uk. He will indeed. Yeah, very nervous. Gordon's going to be reflecting on the Autumn Internationals for Wales. We, we picked this up on the show on Monday, just a bit of reflection really on, on where Wales go. And, and there was a bit of a divide in the panel on Monday night, just a, about Pivak's future really, Bill, wasn't there? Mm, yeah, yeah. But a lively discussion. I, 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 yeah, and I hate being the one to say I don't think he'll be staying because, you know, either got, we, we're notorious in Wales for not giving people chances, don't mm. we? Gatland lost a lot of games, you know, but to me, we we don't seem to have a focus. If he's saying we're trying a new, you know, battle plan that we're going to mm. involve different fundamental sort of skills, but I don't know what, I don't know where we're going. And I, I'm no expert, but I look at it, there's too much box kicking, there's too mm. much trying to gain a yard, lose half a yard, bang forward again. We haven't got any flair at the moment, but that's my big worry. Have a look at the Pure West Radio Facebook page and, and you have a look back on the discussion we had on Monday. And Gordon joins <laughs> us very soon indeed as well. Uh, but we do want to say good luck to a Pembrokeshire man from Dale, uh, from Dale Sailing in fact, who's doing a <laughs> rowing challenge. He probably won't be listening, I have to say, but I'm sure there'll be people listening who, who do know Gareth Reynolds, Bill. Yeah, he's, he's actually in the Canary Islands at the moment. And... Uh, Today is the day that he's setting out on something that I think is unbelievable because he set himself a challenge. It's with a whiskey company to do it, but most people do it in pairs because it's a wild sea, isn't it? Do you know, and he's, ro- he's rowing across the Atlantic from uh, from Can- the Canary Islands across to an island on the Caribbean, single-handed. He could be out for two months, and you know that scares me. He's a lovely fella. He was fortunate, I suppose, in one way that he was in my last year in school. Mm-hmm. So I had Gareth under my wing for five years, and he's a lovely, lovely boy. His parents have always been, they're, they're sort of synonymous with Dale sailing, and Gareth has gone into that as well. He and his twin sister were a joy to have in my year, and I wish him every success. I have sent him a little good luck message, and I hope when he comes back, 
I'm going to prevail on the fact that I looked after him, Uncle Bill. I hope he'll come on and talk to us then about his adventures on the show. I'm sure he'll have some stories to tell, no doubt about that. Yeah, Yeah, so good luck to Gareth with that. We're going to talk Haverford West County in a few moments ahead of today's away game to Kevin Druids and just a a look ahead to Wednesday night's match against Barry as well at the second attempt. So we'll do that in a few moments. Bill's going to stay with us as we start your Saturday morning on Pure West Sport. Welcome to the VC Gallery Bridge Street Haverford West, a gallery that belongs to the community. You may have seen us on Bridge Street while out and about in town. On your first visit to the gallery, you'll find that instead of being devoted to the metropolitan art scene, we're devoted to you and your community. Sure, you can find professional works from talented local artists, but what we're most proud of is the art on display from our own veterans and members. When you arrive, be sure to step upstairs and experience our year-long Art of Remembrance exhibition. Find us at 26 Bridge Street, give us a ring on 01437 765 873 or find us on Facebook. The VC Gallery Bridge Street, the gallery that belongs to you. Over 5 million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. There's so much to discover this year at Folly Farm. And with a great value annual pass, you get 12 whole months of family-friendly fun. (laughs) Now you only have to visit more than twice in the year to start saving. How's that for value? You can also save 15% off standard day tickets when bought in advance online. Check out www.folly-farm.co.uk for more details. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. This is Pure West Radio.
Songs and The Happening the Saturday morning. It's Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire and it's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Visit pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk for more details. We're on the air until nine. Frank Talking takes over after that. And we've got Bill Kahn with us to talk a bit more about Haverford West County uh, because today they have a 2.30 kickoff in the Cymru Premier League away to Kevin Druids, the way the fixtures work out. It's the same opposition for the second week running for Haverford West County. They drew 1-1 on the Bridge Meadow last weekend. And Bill... They'll be wanting a, a better showing this time out and they can't afford to take today's opponents lightly. You're blinking can't. Hanford West is sixth and, and Kevin Druids are bottom. They've only um, managed to get three wins so far, but they've conceded a pile of goals. You know, they really are about 20, minus 20 in their goal count. And they, you know, and outside you think, well, they're going to be the whipping boys. But we've said before, Ben, I'll say it again, there's no such thing as an easy game at this level. And they played last week and were desperately unlucky to come away mm-hmm. with only one point. I was talking in the last 10 minutes to their uh, chairman, uh, Des Williams, who's got travel firms in Chester and in Wrexham. And he's, you know, put money in very much like Rob Edwards has as chairman of Harvard West. And I thought Rob was very gracious. He came over after and shook hands with Des and said, I'm sorry, you pinched a point. And pinched a point was the right word. Mm. They got up there today. I mean, when you think they were one nil down, it could have been more. And that last second, Gavin, uh, Elliot Scotcher knocked in a free kick. Uh, it looked as if he was not going to be on target and he got a deflection and in it went. And they they must have thought, my word, what have we got to do? No, we got to go up there. They went up last night when they yeah. meant to arrive there at nine o'clock in a hotel. I spoke to Wayne Jones in the afternoon and, you know, he's very positive. He knows how tough it is and he knows his players are very tired. You can see that the other night. Mm. People like Sean Pemberton, Jack Wilson, people who run all the time are totally committed. They were on their legs, last legs with the last quarter of an hour. But they got a point. And if you talk to Wayne Jones, he'd say, OK, we were fortunate to sneak a point there. But we lost a point in similar circumstances to New Saints. And they did. They should have had a point there. And they were robbed at the end by mm. a goalkeeping error. Mm. Football's like that. It swings and roundabouts, isn't it? No, indeed, you're right. So good luck to the Bluebirds today. They play again yeah. on Wednesday uh, against Barry. They were meant to play last Wednesday. But of course, um, Barry had a coronavirus incident, didn't they, in their camp? So the game got postponed, Bill. Very late notice. It was, it was very late postponed. Mm. And I had a phone call from the club at about half past five from one of the officials there to say it's off. And I said, good heavens. My first thought was the pitch unplayable, but I knew it wouldn't be. And apparently Barry and Town had set off um, for, for Harvard West when they had a message, I think, from Welsh Public Health to say they couldn't play. And I think that was because one of the players who had trained in the week but wasn't travelling mm. had had te- been tested, so I don't know whether that was positive. They were hoping they'd play it the next night, but it was uncertainty, so they decided they'd leave it to this week. And in a way, perhaps it's not a bad thing for Albert West County if we're looking for the positives, because they've had a chance to rest for a full week with their team in this squad now. And hopefully they'll go out to Kevin Drewis tomorrow, fully firing, and then can come down to the Bridge Meadow next Wednesday and play Barry Town, who are a good side. There's no doubt mm. about that. And you'll be there on Wednesday, Bill? Uh, if I'm a, uh, God willing, I'll be there. Of course I will. I, if Mrs. Khan will give me a pass. Uh, she's listening in the 
<laughs> I, I'm sure you'll be allowed to go to, to cover that yeah, game. Yeah, she's a lovely girl. And the good thing is, actually, after the game on Wednesday, so the long journey to Kevin Driz, they game on Wednesday, then they do get a bit of a, a break because there's no fixture for have for West next Saturday. No. So they don't play again after Wednesday until Boxing Day when they go to Aberystwyth. And it sounds like, you know, the, the players and the management could do with just a little bit of a, a break ahead of those Christmas fixtures. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, a really um, tough challenge, this league. You know, there's a lot of chat travelling, isn't there? You look mm. at it, Boxing Day, Aberystwyth. That's mm. a long haul to go, uh, leave your family and back there, semi-pro, so they'll do it. But it's a, a daunting challenge. What's nice is, at the moment, they're 11 points ahead of um, Kevin Druids and uh, I think nine points ahead of the second bottom team, which is Flint Town United. Now, mm. if you look at that, to, if if you said to Wayne Jones and his group and the management, uh, you'd be nine points ahead around Christmas. So even if they lose, they'll be you know well ahead. Yeah, uh, they would have grabbed that with both hands. We know Wayne is a pragmatist, you know. Yeah, indeed. Okay, uh, Bill, thank you very much for being with us. You're back on Monday, and next we're actually going to hear an interview you did uh, with the Haverford West County groundsman about the, the challenges of preparing pitches at this time of year and in, and in the, these circumstances as well. Yeah, let me just say, you know, people have to listen very carefully because he's got a broadest, he's from Falkirk, <laughs> and he's got a broad Scottish accent. Um, but he's a lovely guy and he's worked very hard there with a, another Kevin who also assists from Fishguard, who's brilliant. And they made the pitch there in cracking condition. I watched them marking the white lines down uh, at the ground. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Precision. Get them a yeah. So that'll be good. Okay, that's Kevin Haldane. So he's coming up in just a few moments and Bill's back with us. And don't forget to have a look at his website, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk for some reaction to the Haverford West game uh, this afternoon. Bill's back with us for Pure West Sport between seven and nine on Monday. Have a good sporting weekend, Bill. Yeah, and you, Ben, have a good day. It's the most wonderful time of the with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the Parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing, and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing When loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time Yes, the most wonderful time Oh, the most wonderful time Of the year Andy Williams on Pure West Radio It's the most wonderful time of the year I'm Ben Stone, your Saturday morning Pure West Sport between now and nine o'clock with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Uh, we are talking to Fraser Watson very soon ahead of the South Wales Derby between Cardiff City and Swansea. He will join us to preview that. But this week, Bill Kahn, as we just heard, has been on the Bridge Meadow talking to Haverford West's groundsman about the challenge of keeping the pitch ship shape at a busy time of year. I'm at the Bridge Meadow Stadium today talking to someone who's got a rich Scottish brogue. His name is Kevin Haldane and he's the groundsman here and I'm looking out now and he looks brilliant. Kev, you must be chuffed with the way the pitch is looking. Oh yes, it takes a lot of hard, uh, hard work and plenty of hours and uh, of course it depends on the temperature weather. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I remember you saying to me before, you've got to get down here whenever there's a, a window of opportunity, if you like. But you're cutting that today. It must be very relaxing. You're sitting there making sure the lines are straight. Oh yes, I said it. Said it depends where it could be cold, and also mm. you can get a suntan sometimes. Mm. But uh, you know, Pembrokeshire weather, you can never trust it. You wake up in the morning, look out the window. Yeah. If it's sunny, <laughs> if it's sunny, you come and cut the grass. You just remember, man, this is the best bit of blue sky you've ever seen. And one of the things that fascinates me here is you're going up now one way and you're coming back and there's different colours, then you're going to cut across. Until in the end, you get a patterned pitch like they do at the top levels. Oh, yeah, well, I see, you know, I watch the football on TV and I'm thinking, like, well, how can I do that? So I'm always experimenting on the tractor, up and down the pitch and across. And at the moment, it seems to be working, so... I'm totally enjoying it. It's good. And you've got to be a jack of all trades, because cause you've got mowers here and things. If one of them has a bit of a hitch, you can't just send off and wait for someone. You just tuck in and get on yourself, don't you? Oh, yeah. And then if the tractor breaks down, we get on the, the push-along then and push-along. Do you? Oh, yes. And oh, my. The only thing, that takes double the time then. So, yeah. But as I say, you're always looking at the blue sky, looking at the clouds coming over. It fascinates me. I know you were in the army for a long time. How did you, Air Force, sorry, how do you get into this sort of being a a groundsman? Well, I'll say what it is. I I love my football, and because I had a serious injury uh, many moons ago. So I came down to Half West County uh, to support them, and uh, I just got involved uh, with the the club. It used to be the ex groundsman Dan. Who's gone to... Oh, the Aussie. Oh, yes, Australian. That was an interesting conversation. Oh, yes, and because Dan showed me the skills of him, and uh, because when Dan went to Swansea, I took over, and I've been here ever since. Mm, So uh, The nice thing is, as well, I know you're working as part... You're a keen member of the uh, Supporters Association, and you're very vociferous on match days, but you enjoy that. But you you don't know who's going to call in every day like me. There's always someone to have a chat to as well, isn't there? Oh, yes. You have uh, every Tom, Dick and Harry walk in. In fact, uh, the other day we had three boys who were doing the the ground, going on all the grounds in Europe. Oh, yeah. And they popped in. Ground hoppers. Ground hoppers, that's the name. Yeah. And they were from Barry. 
Oh, yeah. And they were going on all the grounds uh, around uh, South Wales and they popped in uh, two days ago. Good gosh. So, of course, we gave them a scarf and a hat and a badge and they were very happy. What about the scientific side of it? I mean, you've got to make sure this grass stays. You can cut it and it looks good, but you've got to keep it in good condition as well. Oh, yes, we use plenty of fertiliser and grass seed and everything, especially after every home match. Then we get the pitch uh, with all the divots and all that, get them all flattened out. And then uh, seed it and fertilise it, and then ready for next home match. I mean, I got to go back to your own days. You said you had an injury. I mean, you know, you don't mind me saying now you're my size, so you're, I'm surprised you're a goalkeeper. <laughs> oh yes, I was a goalkeeper. But I mean, you, you as a youngster, you were playing for Falkirk. Uh, yeah, I played for Falkirk, and uh, I had trials with uh, Hearts. But then, uh, see, I had a serious injury. I broke my leg when I was fourteen, fifteen, and. Uh, then that's why I joined the Air Force then. But you still keep in touch because there's a group of you here with Eddie Bunston and people like that. You go off on a trek to um, Falkirk oh. every every season and you made hugely welcome there. Oh, yes, we go every year. We, are, we, are, we always plan it for the Maybach holiday weekend, the last home game of the season. Um, we have a, a big weekend, but so we go up to Falkirk, watch their home game, and also we catch two or three games on the way back. We've That's right, you're planning coming down through North Wales? Yes, well, I said we've been to Fleetwood, watched them, we've been to, well, we've been to the North Wales games, and yeah. uh, been up to Aberdeen and Edinburgh, and so we've been. So there's like, there's, uh, it's not just a uh, Falkirk game, but we always have like three or four games over the weekend. Because yeah. there's added pressure on you now here, because everyone in Wales is watching this pitch because they were games on Scorio and they were only games in Wales. That puts a bit of pressure on you. And i got a question to ask you. How the hell do you keep the line straight when you're marking them? A few whiskies <laughs> and a long piece of string. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a long... We've got uh, string here. It, it does help me with uh, straight lines. But uh, it's... Patience. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go back out to do that. I'm going to watch you perform with these straight lines. Kev, it's lovely to talk to you. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn on the Bridge Meadow with Haverford West County groundsman Kevin Haldane doing a fantastic job. Good luck to the Bluebirds as they go to Kevin Druid's 2.30 kick-off today in the Cymru Premier League. Don't forget to like the Pure West Radio Facebook page. There's loads of videos from some of the sports shows that we do on a Monday evening between 7 and 9. We go live on the Facebook page between 8 and 9. Our interview last Monday with Ben Llewellyn from Rose Market looking to represent Team GB at the Olympics next year. He's a sharpshooter. Olympic skeet is his discipline, and he was just a really dedicated young sportsman. It was a pleasure to talk to Ben, and you can see that video on there. Also from the the previous Monday when we were joined by top broadcaster Phil Steele to talk rugby. You'll find that on the Facebook page, as well as loads of Pembrokeshire news and stacks of competitions as well. Coming next, we'll talk football with Fraser Watson. He's on his way to cover... Swansea City's South Wales Derby away to Cardiff and we'll get Fraser's thoughts next on Pure West Radio. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. Oi, Bob. Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. 
What's that? We're one of the finalists for Butcher Shop of the Year. Oh, congratulations to you and the team, Chris. Wow, what's that smell? That's our homemade freshly cooked pies and pasties that we now serve daily in the shop. Looks and smells great. I'll have a steak and Guinness pie and the usual, please. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Oh, where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. At Folly Farm, you're guaranteed a fun family day out. Explore the zoo, experience the barn, have fun at the fairground, or just go and play. You get to pick your own adventure, and it's never been more affordable. With 15% off day tickets purchased in advance online, or the great value annual passes where you only have to visit more than twice to start saving. What better time to experience the excitement that a day at Folly Farm brings? Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Have a very Merry Christmas from all the team at Pure West Radio.
Jovi and you give love a bad name for Saturday morning on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. And we're going to talk football now with Fraser Watson, who's going to be covering Cardiff against Swansea. And you'll be able to read his thoughts on pembrokeshiresport.co.uk on today's local derby. Good morning, Fraser. How are you? Good morning, Ben. Slightly nervous. Um, big day ahead in South Wales, of course. Yes. Behind closed doors, so a socially distant South Wales derby. I didn't think I'd ever be saying that. No, indeed. And we'll, we'll come to that in just a second. We'll look back on a, a nil-nil draw at the Liberty Stadium that you described as, as not a classic uh, during the week. So that, that's to come in a few moments. But we, we thought we'd start, Fraser, by uh, paying tribute to, to a, a young Milford Haven man who, who passed away uh, this week, it, it was it was really really sad actually, and, and I read the reports. But but tell us about Shaquille uh, Khalid, who passed away at the age of nineteen. Well, Ben, sadly, it's been one of those weeks where sport and all the perceived frustrations and problems that we're having with sport at the moment due to COVID has been firmly put into perspective. A really tragic incident. Shaquille Khalid, very popular member of the Milford Haven youth team rugby squad, um, died in tragic circumstances. It, it's had a profound effect on everyone at the club. That's been clear to see. Jamie Parr's youth team coach has come out, described him as a genuine boy, made a real heartfelt statement. Mike Eds, the Milford Haven chairman as well, has come out and played a glowing tribute and like I said, it's put things firmly into perspective and it's been a, it really has been a terrible few days for the club and the community. Well, our thoughts with everyone at the football club and of course, Shaquille's yeah, of course. family and friends at, at this time. Really, really sad news indeed. Uh, Fraser, you mentioned you're en route to the uh, derby between uh, Cardiff and Swansea. 12.30 kick-off this lunchtime. Uh, you were at the Liberty Stadium during the week as well. You, you described the nil-nil draw on PembrokeshireSport.co.uk as, as not a classic. However, um, against Bournemouth, who are, who are going to be... I think, I think we can safely say, as safe as you can say in the Championship anyway, they will be there or thereabouts coming into the season. Was that a bad result for the Swans? No, no, absolutely not, Ben. In fact, it was a very positive, many positives to take from it. It was actually a night where I thought Swansea showed their bite. Um, they really dug in. They weren't the better side. Bournemouth had their chances. Dom Solanke, Lewis Cook all went close in the first half, had more chances in the second they perhaps should have taken. Swansea didn't carry the threat they would have liked, but they did dig deep. And, you know, they were nasty and they were prepared to get physical. And there seemed a bit of an edge about Swansea on Tuesday. So it was, it was a point they had to grind out, but it was an important one. It was actually the point which took Bournemouth top um, for 24 hours at least. Norwich gone back top the next night. But no, it, it was a night where Swansea showed a bit of grit. And you need that over the course of the championship because, you know, as well as I do, it fluctuates so much over 38, 46 games. Mm. And Steve Cooper was very pragmatic, wasn't he? He said it was a tough game, but he thought it was a, a fair result. So he'll move on to, to the Cardiff game today, Fraser. And I mean, this one's hard to predict, isn't it? And you actually think maybe he'd probably take a point today. You look at the tables of turn in recent weeks, so Swansea were very much the informed side. Swansea mm. haven't been bad form of late, but Cardiff have searched from nowhere. You know, Neil Harris, they were talking two games to save his job not so long ago and mm. four wins on the bounce later and they're in the mix. The, the nine-point gap there was between Swansea and Cardiff is now four. Um, like I said, 12 points from 12. Cardiff actually went to Stoke on, two, on a cold Tuesday night and out Stoke Stoke <laughs> um, in the week. Did a great win there, came back from 1-0 to win 2-1. Kiefer Moore, Welsh football fans know all about him, is proving a real focal point. He's coming good now with goals. And, and all of a sudden, Cardiff City, haven't been lacklustre for so long, look like real promotion contenders. So today's going to be interesting. Um, 
last season, the, t- the teams were, were in similar positions, actually, when Swansea went there. And it was very cagey. You know, it had that intensity, that nastiness about us you always get with a derby. But it finished nil-nil. And you, you sense both sides were a little bit afraid, afraid to go out and lose it. So it'd be interesting to see the approach today. What's it going to be like being behind closed doors? I think it's going to be extremely strange, Ben, for mm. this fixture more so than any else. You know, I'm... I'm used to sitting in this one, I sat there as a fan and as a reporter, and I always feel uneasy and queasy and have the old knots in the stomach when the teams come out, just simply because of the noise and hostility. Um, you know, it's it's not always aesthetically beautiful, looking over to some of the, uh, some of the stands <laughs> and terraces, where, what is going on there, but it's going to be so strange for the players. I mean, oddly enough, Swansea and Cardiff have met behind closed doors in recent times, um, when friendies were first allowed after the, um, the COVID pandemic, and, and Teams were allowed to go back to action. And they, they played out, I think, a couple of practice games which finished 1-1 one, one and 0-0. Nil, nil, but obviously, they weren't competitive. And, and today is going to be entirely different kettle of fish. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be incredibly strange. Incredibly strange. And it's the start of a, a really busy run. And we've, we've said consistently with the Swans this season that you can't read too much into the early stages of the Championship. I think after this next run, we'll have a bit more of an idea, to be honest with you, because this is the first of five games that Swansea will play before New Year's Eve. Uh, so Derby away, Barnsley home, QPR away, Reading home. I do get the feeling when we get through this section of games, Fraser, we might have a, a bit of an understanding about where the Swans are going. That's a, a better schedule, idea. isn't it? Yes, a heck of a schedule. And this is where Swansea will be stretched, men. Um, we've talked about Steve Cooper's recruitment. He's done very well, but there is seemed to be a lack of resources in recent times. The, the squad has been bolstered, but yet at the same time, key men have gone out. And the feed, the perception of Swansea in the last two two seasons, certainly in the Championship, always has been that the moment the squad has to be stretched is when they're going to struggle. We're told that's not going to be the case this time around. Steve Cooper's confident that he's got the depth there. Now this will really test it. And, and those fixtures, and we know there's no easy games in the championship. It's a cliche, but it rings true. You've reeled off three sides there who, at the moment, are struggling down in the lower half. You know, Derby and Barnsley, especially. We're hearing all about the Wayne Rooney renaissance there mm. and that possibility. And then you, you go to Reading, who are, who are right up there as well. But there are three games where Swansea would normally be looking to pick up points from but as you say when the fixtures are coming so thick and fast it's going to fluctuate it's going to fluctuate over Christmas and then from Christmas to May but you may be right in January we might have a little bit of a clearer picture but yeah, what is a clear pick? What is a clear pick from the championship? Right? <laughs> yes, Boston. Well, listen, we'll let you go because you're you're making your way down to Cardiff for the game. Uh, we hope you enjoy it, Fraser, um, as much as you can at a local derby. And we will yeah. see you Monday evening between seven and nine on Pure West Sport. Look forward to it. Thank you, Ben.
Saints and Pure Shores for Saturday morning. It's Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone and we're going to be talking rugby with Gordon Thomas in a few moments' time. There's plenty of Premier League football today though. 12.30 kickoff for Wolves against Aston Villa. Newcastle play West Brom at three. It's Manchester United against Manchester City. The big derby at 5.30 and Everton Chelsea at eight o'clock. Tomorrow, five games in the Premier League. Southampton, Sheffield United kicks off at midday. Crystal Palace Tottenham is the 2.15. Fulham Liverpool at 4.30. And then two 7.15 games. Arsenal against Burnley and Leicester City against Brighton to round off the Premier League weekend. Yesterday All my troubles seemed so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly Why? Yesterday, love was such an easy game to play. I need a place to hide away. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Why she had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. Such an easy game to play Now I need a place to hide away Oh, I believe in yesterday mm-hmm. The Beatles and Yesterday West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Saturday morning, it's Pure West Sport. We're going to say good morning now to Gordon Thomas as we talk rugby. And we're going to start, Gordon, by asking for your thoughts on the autumn campaign for Wales. Obviously, it's been a very, very disappointing series, Ben. The results have been poor. Uh, Wales losing against Ireland, Scotland, France and England. The only wins came against Georgia and Italy. Um, the only positives uh, Pivot can take out of it is that he bled a lot of uh, young players uh, uh, in in the series. Uh, some of them would have, you know, enjoyed the experience of playing for Wales. Um, it was lovely to see Sam Parry get uh, get get his start against Italy last week. Uh, I think he deserved that, and uh, hopefully he will get in the Six Nations squad. Um, it's going to be, you know, I, a lot of uh, the fans were calling for Pivek's head, to be honest with you. But I, I did think that was a little bit uh, rash, to be honest with you. Um, he should have the chance to um, have the Six Nations and see how they, they get on in that series. And um, 
the 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 blues, the ospreys, uh, the dragons, and the scarlets are all in action in the European stage. So all the international players have gone back now, and they will be playing at a, an extremely high level. Mm. So um, mm. we, you know, he, he he's got time to um, sort it out before we get to the next Six Nations. Yeah. Indeed, I, I, w- I would say it does seem to be heading that, that he may well stay on now for, for the Six Nations and we'll, time will tell. But they're not far away, are they, Gordon? Because the, the fixtures are, are going to come round and yeah, they're in February. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the, it's only yeah, February this time, uh, February the 7th, yeah. actually, Ben, uh, Wales host uh, Ireland. So that's a tough, tough game to open the Six Nations with. But we have got home advantage, so hopefully we can make the most of that when that comes around. Uh, the following week, we've got Scotland away in Murrayfield. Then it's home against England. And then two away trips to Italy and France. So yeah. um, it's all to play for uh, in in uh, the early part of next year. So yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting times ahead for international rugby. Yeah, in- indeed. And we'll look forward to those Six Nations games. One man who won't be involved as a referee in those internationals is uh, someone we're, we're all very fond of. Nigel Owens, yeah. after 100 test matches, has confirmed his retirement. He is still going to referee in the Pro 40, but he's been a, a fantastic ref, hasn't he? At the very yeah, top level. Yeah, he's been a fantastic referee, let's be honest. Uh, he has a real feeling for the game, doesn't he? And the players have the utmost respect for Nigel Owens. And uh, he, uh, he he's, he's had a stellar career over 17 years. Mm. It's sad to see him leaving the international arena. But as you just pointed out, he's still going to do pro 14 games. And he, he's even going to do community games over the next couple of seasons and help the future of uh, the mm. referees coming through from Wales, which he has stated that there are a few good youngsters coming through. So it's great to see that he's actually going to continue refereeing but it's sad to see that he's not going to be on the international arena one of the very best there's no doubt about that i don't think and he commands respect from from players yeah absolutely outstanding Um, okay and as you said uh gordon there's plenty of sport to enjoy today albeit from the armchair but we've got the scarlets in action in the european cup at 315 and also the dragons taking on wasps at 530 so uh, we have to say good luck to to both those sides And, and nice at least you've got some rugby to follow on the telly later yeah, definitely, uh, Ben. Uh, the the Ospreys are uh, in the European Challenge Cup where they play Castres Olympic at uh, the Liberty Stadium, which will be a difficult game for the, the Ospreys. They'll be looking to uh, make sure home advantage counts in that game, to be honest with you, Ben. Um, the Dragons are back in the Heineken uh, Champions Cup for the first time since 2010-11 season. And they open against one of the teams they met in the last camp- campaign, and that's the Wasps. That will be a, a tough one for um, uh, you know the Dragons to, to to win that one. Hopefully they will. Uh, the English Premiership runner, runners up uh, head to the Rodney Parade this afternoon, mate. So it will be a good game. Also, the Scarlets uh, play their hundred and fiftieth game in the mm-hmm. tournament when they take on arch rivals Bath at the Rec. Ben, that will be a cracker, definitely. 
definitely be a, a game to watch this afternoon. I'm looking forward to that one. There's yeah. usually plenty of tries in those uh, type of games between Bath and the Scarlets. They like to play run-in rugby, so hopefully they'll uh, do that this afternoon. Yeah, that's good. So plenty of rugby to look forward to on the telly later. And Gordon, you're back with us on Monday. Geraint John is joining us from the WRU. He's joining us after eight o'clock, isn't he, on Pure West Sport? Yes, that's brilliant. Uh, Geraint is a, a community uh, officer with the WRU. Uh, he was he went to school in uh, Haverford West. Uh, he played his rugby for Pembrokeshire, uh, the Blues, the Scarlets, uh, and he's also coached at a very high level. Ben, he he was in uh, Canada for ten years, uh, Australia for a couple of years, and now he's back at home with the WRU. So he's a very knowledgeable uh, uh, player and coach. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to what he's got to say about the game, how they're <clears throat> coping with COVID, uh, the financial state of the game as well, you know, as they're going through difficult times. And also the way forward through this difficult pandemic. Mm. It'll be inter- interesting to hear his thoughts. Yeah, indeed. And we'll, we'll take some questions for Gary on Monday. He'll be with us after eight. Gordon, enjoy your sporting weekend, whatever you're up to. And we'll look forward to speaking to you again on Monday. Yes, Ben, I look forward to Monday evening. Excellent stuff. Looking forward to Monday already. And thank you, Gordon, for being with us. Normally at this point, I hand over to Frank Talking, but that is it from Pure West Sport for this morning, eight till nine every Saturday and back again on Monday evening. But I'm going to be sticking around. I'm filling in for Frank for a few hours this morning and we'll get some Christmas music on the radio as well after we get the latest news for Pembrokeshire at nine o'clock. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. There have been 216 new coronavirus cases reported in the Huolvar Health Board's area according to Friday, December the 11th figures. Public Health Wales figures show 47 new cases of COVID-19 recorded in Pembrokeshire, 30 in Ceredigion and 139 in Carmarthenshire, where there were 657 tests. One more person has died with coronavirus in Huolvar, with the total number of people who have died with coronavirus standing at 137. There has now been a total of 1,303 cases in Pembrokeshire reported throughout the pandemic, 796 in Ceredigion and 4,383 in Carmarthenshire. A North Pembrokeshire haulage firm, the